1: Hey guys, welcome to Marriage Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hi. Aren't I smart? I am having a tequila cocktail oh, shit. for this episode.
0: That is so dumb. Pretty dumb. That's pretty dumb. <laughs> we have a rule, no tequila. I know. Well, no, I mean, well, yeah, that was a rule for tequila a while. Tequila is the devil's drink in the Silverstein <laughs> household. <laughs> yeah. Tequila is the whole reason why we ever fight. Why would you drink tequila now?
1: Because I have to stand my ground and make my point no, for this episode. You'll do
0: just fine without tequila. Okay. When was the last time you had tequila?
1: Not for a long time. I haven't not had. I haven't not had. Oh, hello. I have not had hard alcohol for a while. Like I'm just doing wine. A week.
0: Oh. Oh, I don't know, but, te- but tequila really. Does We're, anybody we, else get turned into the devil when they drink tequila? We, because we, our worst fights, you in public have called me a bitch on tequila. Yeah. It's been bad. Not bad.
1: I mean, not a, good. It's a not long,
0: good. long time ago, but but it, it did happen.
1: I know, but we, we don't have much. It was either wine or like, you know, we just drink wine recently and- mm-hmm. It'll make me tired. It'll make you tired so we can't have wine while we're recording here. We'll just Mm -hmm. be, you know, kind of sluggish and boring, I think. Mm -hmm. And I had a little bit of tequila left. I have some vodka left and that's kind of it. So we don't have the selection that we used to.
0: You know, we're called Marriage and Martinis. You need to up that game. I do. Mm -hmm. We need a bar. We do. We need a bar. Well, our, our podcast studio finally in our house. We moved in in... August September. September, so we're finally getting our podcast studio renovated. I just said to Adam, I think our decorator hates us.
1: No, that's not what you said. Oh, me? Yes.
0: Our decorator hates me because you know I think I, I, I think as a standard, people who go into interior design and decorating are sort of type A, probably like they're very on top of things mm-hmm. and have their shit together. And she'll call me and be like, "Hey, you know, you should probably set up the appointment with the electrician because you know <laughs> your schedule. Yeah, you're, you're used to this." And I'm like, "Oh, I totally will."
1: Oh, I have that in here.
0: And she'll call back five days later and be like, "Hey, so when's the electrician scheduled for?" And I'm like, "Oh, fuck, I forgot to schedule the electrician." Mm-hmm. So I think she's sort of like, "Okay." It's one room in your house. I do entire 10,000 square foot beach homes in less time than it's taking to do your one fucking right. 300 square foot podcast. But you studio. didn't
1: forget. You just didn't. Do no,
0: it. I totally forget. Once really? she says it, I'm sort of like, yeah, I'll add it to my mental list. I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I have a <laughs> okay. lot going on up there. So, yes. I'm
1: sure. Okay. So, we are going back to the mental load. This is, uh, we did the first one with, um, life, life coach, Amy Alpert,
0: Amy Alpert, your, your sister. Yeah. Yeah. I was
1: trying to think what, what is she called? Life Mm -hmm. coach, right? Life coach, Amy Alpert. And, uh, that did not go as planned. We'll get into that later. Don't say that this episode, but we will,
0: but don't say, stop saying we'll get into that later. Why? But go ahead. Because you piss people off. Just <laughs> fucking talk about
1: it. But we're not ready for it yet. So okay. I'm just saying this is, you know, a Well, I off. am.
0: I was going to, that was the first thing I had on mind. That no, we that's did not the, true.
1: The first thing y- you had was you wanted us to define what the mental load is. No, that's what us. I had for you. But yeah. I
0: had for me that the first <laughs> mental load episode went, went, was two years ago about. I don't know the exact date. I have to look at the episode. But Amy was here.
1: I'm like a child, okay? You, you you give me questions that I have to answer, and that's what I think we're going in the order of.
0: Yeah, but I don't answer those questions.
1: Oh, you don't answer the same no. questions? I'm just learning that two years later after right. we started the no, podcast. You, you know that.
0: <laughs> but uh, Amy was here, and we wound up getting in one of the... You and me yeah. wound up after the episode. We we usually fight on the podcast, but she was here. So we kind of played it cool during the episode. But this was a topic that we had never discussed really. And we had obviously been suppressing. Suppressing, repressing. Mm-hmm. We'd been yeah, one pres- of those. pressing it. Sure, And when the mics went off... We literally threw down our headphones and it was like, I remember thinking to myself during that fight after the mental load episode, if you haven't listened to it yet, listen to it with this in mind. Afterwards, I sat there and was like, I'm in the twilight zone. Like I am in the twilight zone. Like this is not my relationship. This is not my husband." I do not understand anything he's saying to me. I remember you somehow blaming our financial situation on me. Um, Everything I think that you were angry about for years came out. Everything that I was angry about, but we couldn't. I mean, poor Amy was just like, I just wanted to be like a nice life coach and like make you guys a little happy and and she couldn't drive home because she had been she had had a few glasses of wine so she was stuck at our house poor amy and we had it out i mean we some we went in the bedroom and shut the doors if that was going to do anything <laughs> right
1: yeah that was at the time where i think i may have been under the most financial stress that i've ever been in my life and the time that i came to the cl- uh, conclusion that we need to um change our lifestyle and make a move. Like this was all happening at the same time, but I, we really did not have that discussion yet. And this episode was being recorded and we were discussing and my stress just unraveled and came out and we just blew up. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's funny that you say that this is at the time of, I was, I was thinking to myself, like we need a Danielle and Adam shit show timeline. Because sometimes I'll be like, when when we recorded the mental it episode, did I did I know about this and this? Did I know about our fan, financial situation yet? Really? Had we discussed everything? Was this before my fortieth birthday or after my fortieth birthday? Or like, we need to put out like a timeline of shit show events that we've been through because I, uh, I don't know what happened when.
1: Right. Like make a timeline, like Adam and Danielle meet, Adam and Danielle no, Daniel just meet of, again. And yeah. Daniel, and well, Daniel I was already. even
0: thinking just that year or two of the guilt episode, the mental load, like everything that all the content of our marriage that happened in those years, the, the you know, that year and a half or two years just to, because I don't even know I'm like what did I know then was this a shock for me because I had no idea about our financial situation really like I didn't know the depths of which we were in a pit of despair like
1: I think our our timeline would look similar to the stock chart of GameStop (laughs) with the highs and the lows and like... No, I think they have a lot more highs. (laughs) No, that's not true. Oh. No, there's both. But you you know what I'm saying? Like there's just varying degrees of highs and lows and...
0: Right. I was also thinking that our... that we need to make... Honestly, I feel like our relationship... I was thinking about this and I, I said this in one of the comments on an Instagram post. Our relationship, and I think people can probably agree... It's like a a shoots and ladders game because I feel like one week we'll be like, oh, wow, you know, we had an awesome romantic night. We had great sex and everything like go up to the next level. And then like the credit card will come and we'll be like, oh, slide back down 25 spaces like it's it's a you know as much as we probably had a terrible time then the next week we probably went out didn't talk about anything we should have been talking about had an amazing time and we were like oh we love each other this is great like we we were such we were at such a a point of high highs and low lows well, then
1: we do a very good job of being able to Go out, go out to dinner, and we have a lot of drinks, and you know, like just forget about reality and love each other, mm-hmm. and think everything is great. And then you wake up the next morning, yeah, with but that hangover, and it's like fuck. Now it's back to real life, and here's our problem. And
0: and we haven't talked about anything, right? Which is why I think people need to download the date night questions. And every week you go out to dinner, you have a great time, and you communicate. Most we didn't have time to communicate. And have a date night. We need to kind of mesh that into one. So you know, I do think that's that was the problem. Also, is that we were never talking about anything bad. We only wanted to have fun. Our going yeah, out was yeah, yeah. we had that date night every week to forget about all the shit we were going Correct. through. Yeah, and yeah. we would go out. We were both we were both very good partiers. Mm-hmm. So we, we would forget everything. But then the next morning it would be like, well, we didn't talk about shit and we have so much to talk about. So now we haven't resolved anything. We haven't gotten anywhere. But yeah, we had a great time. But now we're back to square one.
1: Okay. So I know you did not answer this question because you don't answer your own questions. Uh, but I don't need to. I know. But I want to know what your idea of the mental load is. I have my definition. Mm-hmm. What is yours?
0: To me, the mental load is, first of all, all the invisible tasks that we do throughout the day. I'm going to concentrate on women because I do think the mental load is mostly on women. We have had about six experts on the podcast. All of them and the research and the scientific data and everything say that the mental load is mostly on women. The pandemic is an absolute example of that that of the hundreds of thousands of jobs that have been lost during the pandemic they've 99% been women who have lost their jobs not men um women are way more prone to having depression after mother you know as being mothers after preg- um, after giving birth and everything um we are drowning in a lot in a sense and I, I not to say that you guys don't have your issues and everything, but I think as a society, we have put women in a really tough position. Um, I think it's the fact that on top of all the tangible tasks, right the the uh, taking our kids places that they need to go, the the, the things that are, are that you can define on top of that, there is the staying up at night and worrying there is the planning there is the delegating the um the social stress the um you know the academic stress for our kids all the stuff that i think you guys don't worry about that is completely on us
1: okay i i agree with you by the way that you know we, you take the brunt of those things and you're up at night thinking about those things and that's your mental load. But there's so many things on the other end that I don't want to, I don't want to say this is between women and men because there are men who stay home and women who go to work and maybe it's the complete opposite.
0: No, I still think in those relationships, the women take just as much of the brunt of the mental stuff.
1: My point is maybe, There's one partner who feels that way and another partner who feels another way, which I will get into. I I agree.
0: I I hate being too heteronormative. I agree with that.
1: Yeah. So you're up thinking about the things you are thinking about. I'm up thinking about the things that I think about, which are completely different. And you don't think about the things that I am. And I don't think about the things that you are. Right. So we both have this split mental load. I don't think it's split. Okay. So we'll, we'll find out. Right. I, I guess I'm very like point of fact, because when you say, how do you define mental load? Like I literally wrote a definition where you had a whole.
0: Well, I have all the aspects of life that, you know, I'm thinking about all the things that I do.
1: Okay. Uh, I I just kind of try to boil it down to, I, I feel like the mental load for me or in in general, is the stress that's caused by responsibilities perceived to be done without help that go unnoticed and or unappreciated.
0: Yeah, but I, it's I try everything. To I try it's to... even the stuff. It's everything. It's work. It's parenting. Right. Um, so it's the
1: things that we do that, that are partners... social
0: life, family life, extended family, you know, uh, Caretaking, uh, you know, making uh, no, sure. No, I'm trying to simplify it.
1: Like, right? But I'm just saying, it's it's, it's it, the it, things that we do that we feel go unappreciated or um, unnoticed mm-hmm. to our partner. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just to keep it simple. Okay. Right. Not male. Not female. Not you know, no gender thing happening here. But
0: but the cr- the actual term when people boil it down, and again. Uh, You know, we say we're not experts, but at what point I've done, you know, dozens of hours of research on this prepping for episodes. And we've had, I would say, six episodes now that really are about this topic. And in every single one, the scientific research that they bring to the table is women bear the brunt of the mental load.
1: Okay. Well, let's find out. Okay. Yeah.
0: What do you mean, let's find out?
1: Well, I have plenty of things to say otherwise. Yeah,
0: we're not like... It, it, this isn't like a scientific lab. We're just <laughs> what does that mean? But, hashing shit out. Well,
1: no, but I, I just don't... I don't think I agree with you. Of course you don't agree you know, with me. I said I don't think. No. If it's okay, if I ask you if it's okay for me not to agree with you, can I get that? <laughs>
0: no, I know you're not going to agree with me. That that's. I think that's what, what bears the whole... The whole issue is that I, I think that
1: it's it's not obvious. But to the people. problem also is things are not you know, we, we had questions from listeners, we you know, we're trying to generalize answers. Like everybody's situation is so different. Sometimes, you know, like you and I were very traditional. Like you stayed at home. I went to work. We were very traditional, yes. Were okay. Some people they split. 50-50, the women and the men, you know, the woman and the man are 50, you know, 50 and 50. They're 50-50 is a myth. I thought you were shaking your head at me. Like, No, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, because 50-50,
1: 50-50 is a myth. That's okay. not a thing. Okay. What I'm trying to say is everybody's situation is different. You know, sometimes it's split that the, the male, the, the husband and the wife work. Sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes it, it, it could be so variant that. Well, Every situation is so our, different.
0: When I talked to Darcy Lachman, who wrote uh, "All the Rage," you were you were you there for that episode? I think you were. Yes. Um, basically, what it boils down to in all her research, and she researched for a long time, is that women, whether you work or you don't work, and staying home is still working. I know that for sure. But if you are, a, you know, a person who goes out working to a out job, of the home, correct? Women do at least. 65% of the housework and parenting chores. Okay. So, and that is the comfort level for most families, that it's more comfortable, that that most of the couples who answered, yeah, I would say the woman does about 65%, and they said, yeah, that's kind of how we're comfortable because the wife does this better, or she's more equipped, or she's more maternal, or all of those things that lead to... Yeah, it should be the woman doing this, which is obviously all a myth and all bullshit also.
1: Okay. Yeah. Not that I necessarily agree with that either, but. It's scientific data. I'm not sure about that. I think that there is a more maternal thing about a mom raising children than a man. Yeah, because
0: society has told us that for years and years.
1: It's not society. It's just the way things were. I, I believe, I don't know if there's actual proof, but from, you know, the beginning of People like you know, I think the mom raised the 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 ch- the kids, and the dad was the hunter gatherer. You know, the like I just think there's a, a more maternal instinct for women with the children. I just think that's a thing. Like I know for us, you are way more maternal with our kids than I could ever be. Th- that's just us. It's just a small little you know tidbit of this whole situation. I just think, in my opinion, women w- are meant to be able to care for kids better than a man.
0: Okay, but I need to interject. Okay. And I understand what you're saying because all of us, I think we're, we're that's what we believe, right? Me too. No, sure, I we think were it's all, more than a
1: belief. I think it's more. I'm,
0: but what I'm about to say is, yes, we all, there is absolutely no scientific data to back that up.
1: Are you 100% sure about that? Yes,
0: I am 100% sure of every single expert I have spoken to and all the books I have read. There is no scientific data, okay. there is nothing biological about us. There is nothing chemical about us. It is literally that this is how we have been conditioned as a society, and that's how we behave.
1: Okay. I do not have any research in this whatsoever. Right. I I have full faith and belief in science, and if what you're saying is correct, I completely agree and believe whatever you're saying. I just, in, in my gut, just don't believe that.
0: Yeah. It, like- Eve Rodsky, when we had her on who wrote fair play. She said that she interviewed a bunch of, uh, neuro scientists, doctor people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very, I'm very scientific neurologist. And she said to them, basically, you know, she said there was one man especially who was like her, you know, she, that was like the ultimate interview for her, this guy. And she said to him, uh, you know, uh, What about the idea that women are just better caretakers, that we're better at this and we just therefore need to have more of the responsibility? And he looked at her and he said, how convenient for me as a man to believe that my wife is just more equipped to do this. Well, now I don't have to do that part of it. Now I can go off and, you know, do my other stuff and not have to worry about it and not have to be up at night worrying about my kids because my wife is just better at it. So over what what he's saying is, yeah, society has set it up like that because now that's just an easier path. Now men can just go out and make the money. Now men can just be the ones who financially, not to minimize that. I know there's a lot of stress involved in that and everything, but what he's basically saying to her is, it's really convenient for society, especially a capitalist society like this, to break it down like
1: okay. that. Okay, I I don't agree with any of that, but I understand what you're tr- what you're saying.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> listen, this is the feminist in me coming out. I, I really I truly believe. And that-
1: listen, I'm not saying this as a negative. I I I think it's a positive. I mean, I I truly really believe that you are way more equipped to. Raise our children than I could ever be. I think that's a positive. I, you know, you're you're more emotional. You're more caregiving. You're more it's in tune a, to their it's, needs.
0: It's a lovely thought, but it's so emotionally taxing on me and oh, mentally I, taxing I, I, on me. I
1: understand that, and I think that's more of society, and that's more of the things that the kids need from their parents or from their mother exclusively because that's the societal impact mm-hmm. not to be able to 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 caregive for your child it's because they need more they need the extra they need because yeah but i've seen you
0: when our kids are hurting and it hurts you in the same visceral way that it hurts me oh i can't take it 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 just takes an active you need to physically see it like you need to i remember when mia was like two and a half years old and we were in our old neighborhood and she She was running up the golf we lived on like a a golf course i
1: think about this all the time and she
0: ran up the mountain and she ran down and i was like totally calm no. And she started, f- f- like, uh, rolling down the no, mountain. No, she started
1: running down running the other down, side. Running down, right. And,
0: of course, she slipped and I she I saw fell. her losing her footing. So you still remember I it.
1: remember this, like... Exactly. Like, I can remember anything. Exactly. This is one of the things that, like, you know, d- destroyed me for, in, you know, in my mind, like...
0: Right, because you couldn't save her.
1: I couldn't do anything. Right. I remember her losing her footing and rolling down, falling flat on her face. Mm-hmm. And we just looked at each other. We we both. No,
0: I was fine. Wrong.
1: We both. Oh. She fell on her face. Oh, and we both looked up at each other, like like in a split second. Like, are you going to go? Am I going to go? Are you going to go? Like, it was just such a quick to see what if there was blood or it like, was broken. I, I, I was like, I don't want to be the one to go there because if there is something. Detrimental here that happened. I can't take it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be here for this. Like, I can't handle this. Right.
0: Well, that was the thing is that when you physically saw it, you had this visceral reaction that was, Holy shit, my kid is hurt. I think it's the stuff that you can't see. It's the social stuff that happens every day that you're not there for. It's the academic stuff. The stuff that you see in front of your eyes. You know when they were being born, and and uh, one time when our kids were infants, uh, Mia was an infant, and you almost ripped off her umbilical cord, and you thought you had hurt her, hurt her, and your whole face went green. Like, holy shit, did I just hurt my child? The stuff that you see. You are, I think, affects you even more than it affects me. Mm-hmm. It's that stuff that you don't see that I feel like you don't have the same reaction. Well, as for I me. think
1: maybe more. It's for me. It's about protecting my family, making sure everybody's okay, and they're not gonna die. Well, and I have that too. Of course you do. Of course you do. But it's not the day to day, you know, academic. Right. Or, you know what? Which it's-
0: in some ways is good because you definitely bring me back down to earth because I can say to you. Holy shit, this kid didn't invite them to the play date and the birthday party. And oh my God, is our kid a social pariah? Are we gonna, is this, is this gonna adversely affect them for that? And you're like, calm the fuck down. It's fine. Mm -hmm. They're gonna have a new friend next week. And that's really good for me. Like, it's almost good that you're not the same, you know, over the top emotional mess about our kids that I am. Because you do bring me back down those few notches of like, mm-hmm. okay, it's going to be okay. This is
1: temporary. Well, and- well, that's the thing. Like for me, like I maybe it's for me as a guy, as long as they're not hurt, it's going to be fine. We'll figure it out. As long as, you know, she didn't fall down the hill and break her face, it's all going to be fine. Like uh, maybe it's I'm looking more as the macro scale parenting to make sure everything's okay where you're kind of more the micro like day-to-day operation Maybe. making sure you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. okay all right we did not even get into anything that yet was, though, for, that okay. was I don't know no I'm not saying it wasn't good but as far look look I'm a child you ask me questions we didn't even surface on these questions sure. yet yeah but <laughs> so, no I
0: think that that's a good a good point is that sometimes it is a little bit beneficial if if we're not both emotional messes about our kids, because I do say to you often, oh, shit, here's what's going on. Are are they doomed? Like, did we ruin them? Right. Is this and it terrible? Was, and it
1: was because they got a bad grade on a test.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm more thinking no, about- or they're failing in school <laughs> or, I mean, we right. I, I just a little more- serious than
1: that. But wait, we we have to take a break, but we have plenty there's
0: no way we're doing this in one episode. Unless you guys
1: are uh, are you guys here for two hours? There's none. I mean I'm for Clemt. (laughs) Okay for Clemt.
0: For Clemt. Okay. The Prince of Tides (laughs) is neither about princes (laughs) nor tides. Discuss What's that from? Princess Bride. No, I no. will give you. I will give you. Again? The best blowjob of your life tonight. <laughs> if you get this, the Prince of Tides is neither about princes nor tides. Discuss. You've seen that movie, right? No, yeah,
1: no, no. I know it. I just don't know
0: Who, who's the main character in no, that.
1: I movie. don't know. I, do, I I know. Barbara this. Streisand. All right, then I don't know it. The Prince of
0: Tides. Right. No. What is it? The Prince of Tides is neither. Then is neither about princes nor tides. Discuss. She said that at one of her concerts that she. Okay, we'll be right back.
1: <laughs> 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 If you're tired of the same old puzzle games, start playing Best Fiends now. With Best Fiends, the fun really never ends. There are literally thousands of levels to play and tons of cute characters to collect. Best Fiends challenges your brain with fun puzzle levels, but it's a casual game so it doesn't stress you out. And that's so important right now. What's so great about Best Fiends is that Anyone any age can play. I'm always having constant competitions with my 9 year old son who can get to the higher level, who can collect more of these fun, cute characters. He is always showing off to me when he progresses ahead of me in the game. It's really fun. We get to spend this time together. So trust me, you don't want to miss out on this game. So join me and millions of people who are already playing this fun puzzle game. Download Best Fiends for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play today. That's friends without the R, best fiends fiends.
0: I just got shipped straight to my door what was my fourth ever Therabox. Therabox is a -a one-of-a-kind monthly self-care and wellness subscription focused on inspiring happier lives by delivering fresh new ingredients of happiness straight to your door every month. Therabox was founded by a therapist based on her passion for the amazing mechanics of the brain and your ability to change it with the help of neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to continually reorganize itself every single day by forming neural connections Throughout life, we can literally change the wirings of our brains and create a happier life based on your meaningful actions and thoughts. The box that I got this month had so much cool stuff. Every month, you get six to eight wellness products sourced from vendors that produce natural, organic, and feel-good products ranging from aromatherapy, clean beauty, skincare, and unique lifestyle goodies. Themes and items change each month, and the month that I got this month was the Cozy Box which had so much fun stuff, but my favorite thing was this felt message board that Jonah and I worked together and made a message for our mantle on our fireplace that said, cozy snuggles by the fire. It also had an all-natural hair serum. It had a mask for relaxation and so much more stuff. It's been quoted that happiness is a journey, not a destination, and at Therabox, they firmly believe that you are able to enjoy this beautiful journey called life without having to wait for the next promotion, relationship, or accomplishment. It starts now, and they want to send you their monthly curated reminders for keeping your self-care strong. Right now, you can head to mytherabox.com, that's mytherabox, T-H-E-R-A-B-O-X.com, and put in promo code MNM15 for 15% off all purchases. That's therabox.com. M M&M, M fifteen for fifteen percent off all your purchases today.
1: Okay, so let's get into the thick of things here about mental load for us, because we were just kind of generalizing before. And we, like we said, we have so much to talk about, but let's talk about... This might need to be two parts. Okay. Maybe it will be. Mm-hmm. All right, But the mental load as far as we're concerned and ways that we could probably improve on ourselves as far as the mental load or like... What well, I w-
0: asked first, how, fa- how, how far have we come? Do you think we've improved? Okay. So this happened about... We did this episode about two years ago. Again, we were at the worst part of our relationship. Um. I mean, really, at the worst part of our relationship, and and we have, I think, come a long way. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm so <laughs> on <that>. Oh God.
1: <laughs> no, I do because the, I the, can put this knife back. Now. The, the, the main, the main point of that whole thing was like a financial you know thing that we went through if go back and listen to the episode if you want to hear was it even part of it did we take it out
0: we totally took all we of took it all out. out i know no okay. no no we finished the episode we sat there like good little motherfuckers and then we took our headphones off at the end and it was like rocky versus the russian dude drago What's his name? drago yeah um okay so yeah it was ridiculous (laughs) i mean ridiculous and poor amy is sitting there like dude i'm just a life coach who wants to like make everybody's life better and we were like on the brink of divorce
1: well yeah i think you know what it came down to was what like what i said before where you were understand i or i was i guess showing my stress levels of you know, finance, and you. you we you were at a we place.
0: Were fi- we. I was gonna say you. It was both of us. We were
1: fighting dirty. Yeah, that it, night. it was dirty. And like I was at the point where it was like we need to change our
0: lifestyle. We need to move. You know, like th- it was all in my you mind. You are basically blaming our financial situation on me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. But that you now agree that that was a little harsh. Well, I
1: think now you have a better understanding of how poor we are (laughs) and and what I was going through. And I, I, I really think then maybe you're seeing, like I was thinking about this the other day, you might start to see in me, like, I feel like you're doubted a little bit like where he spent his whole life stressing about money and it's an awful way to live. And that's how I've been living for the last so many years. And I think you might finally starting to be able to see that. Like you're seeing, Maybe me and your dad, and you're understanding what I'm going through. You know, we made this move and it's the right move and it's affordable for us. And
0: is that taking a little bit of the brunt off of it for you? Has that done any of that?
1: Well, like the move? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. I mean, listen, well, there's so much more which I have here to Mm -hmm. talk about. Yeah. But this move has definitely eased my tension of Mm -hmm. feeling the you know, money pit of owning a home and, you know, it's still there, but definitely more relief than it was before.
0: Well, and I, I do think that the fact that, listen, at that moment when when we hashed it out like that, it was really, really hard. I mean, that's an understatement. It was beyond awful, but it was the first step in the right direction. Like, if this is resentment that you're harboring, it's time to talk about that. We This is something, I think the financial stuff had been something that you had been really resentful about for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had never spoken about it. And it's a complicated situation because the choices you made financially were were. Not in line with how you made it sound to me financially. So well, yeah. It, it, well, let's not get too far into okay, it. Okay, but
1: I but I want to at least give you a little bit of relief or credit or something that you know for so long it it was you know we were both spending so much money and I was kind of because le- you were never involved in the finances, which is part of the mental load but i i i led you kind of in a way that like hey listen we have this money to spend without you really knowing do we or do we not and i was spending it and you said hey if he's spending it you know we obviously have it i'm spending it too but in my in the back of my mind i was thinking hey listen we really don't and now i am coming down on you because Mm-hmm. you know you're following that you know following what i was doing right we both it's wound up okay. contributing to it yeah.
0: and and now we realize that but at the time it was me blaming you and you blaming me but but the ultimate thing i want people to know is that we were at the absolute bottom like sometimes in our relationship i feel like we are in paradise and 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 you and i you know are on the same level and we are this unit and it's amazing. And sometimes we're like in the seventh layer of hell. And that's where we were that night. Like, I remember looking at you being like, this is not the man I know. This is not my husband. And I think sometimes, you know, you still need to put it out on the table. But the next step to that is, okay, how do we get past this with, you know, yours was finance. Mine was, well, you don't really help me with anything. You know, how do I have time to worry about finances and you know I'm just really trying to stay afloat on there's all this stuff with the kids and and their lives and we needed to figure out how to work together and and I think we've done a lot of that and talking to experts have has helped and I brought that a lot into our our home life but um but I think we've come along Way and things are so much better. Like, I think if things were at a two at that point, now they're at like a seven and a half or an Mm -hmm. eight. Is that what you would say? Yeah, I agree. And you're so much more helpful now in so many ways. In the mornings, you're more helpful. You're more involved with the kids. And, you know, they have, I feel like, a bond with you that they didn't have before because you're involved in all these other things. Um, But there are still ways, I think, and this was one of the things on Instagram that people talked about. There are still ways that I think we have a ways to go. Like, I agree with Eve Rodsky when she says that men's time is finite like diamonds and women's time is infinite like sand.
1: Okay. You, You put that in a question to me. Yeah. And my response was, I do not understand what you're saying. Right. Okay. Right. So explain to me, okay, please.
0: Okay, so Eve Rodsky, she did Fair Play. She wrote the book Fair Play, which is one of my favorite books about this uh, topic. She came on the podcast, episode 137. I know that now because I've been researching so much about this episode. She is beautiful and brilliant and and so on this earth to f- solve this issue. Her one goal is to solve this for people. Um, and she says that one of the problems in all of this is that men's time is seen as finite, that your time is precious, and you work, and you go to work, and when you come home, everyone is supposed to tiptoe around you because you've been at work all day, and your time is finite and should be kind of worshipped. Women's time, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're a working mom too, But if you've been quote unquote home all day with the kids and there's something sort of heavenly to be thought about that, that you're always on call and you have as much time in the world because you haven't been uh, out in the world in the same way that your male spouse, if you have a male spouse, has been. And she's sort of like, that's total bullshit. Women's time is not infinite. And we need to stop thinking that. That women's time should be just as valued as men's. Like I, I use the, uh, this is the example, and this is where I get into we still have work to do. I use the example that last week we all, all five of us had a snow day. Right, we all had a day where the schools called, the kids were home. You knew you were going to be out of work. I was home, I'm always home. But but you know, the, there was a snow day. Mm-hmm. And you basically made it very clear that this was your day off. I did. You literally said, This is my day off.
1: Wait, is this the day that we went out? We all went outside and played in the snow and I was helping. Okay, so get you the were case.
0: outside doing snow blowing with Ian. Okay. Okay. So
1: I went outside and I was doing the snow blowing. Yes, you were snow blowing with Ian.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know, you love the snow blower. Uh, oh, you, so
1: because I love it. Yes, that, that, that a little breaks. bit, oh, a
0: little bit. You okay. do the stuff you love. Oh, yes. Okay, But it,
1: th- so that's something that just because I did. And well, you I don't have to do the driveway or
0: anything. Okay, fine. But you basically were like, you said to Ian, this is my day off. He asked you to help him with something. You said, this is my day off. I don't know. It was in jest a little bit, but you said, this is my day off. Well, I was the one who wound up getting the kids breakfast, getting the kids lunch, helping them with their homework, making sure they were still doing their homework the next day, even though it was a snow day, asking them, making sure that they were showered, making sure they brushed their teeth. I did everything that day as a parent does. Okay. You went outside, did the snowblower, came in, went upstairs, and went and see you the rest of the day. Is that true? Yes, it's true. <laughs> Is it? Yes. Okay. Like it's still expected for me to do all my responsibilities and it's your
1: quote-unquote day off. I And mean, that's fucked up. Okay, I think so too, but I don't don't think it happened quite okay, that so way. Okay, so how do you like think it. it happened? I don't know. I don't remember, you know, I I did not record the specifics of that day. But okay, so that's a great segue into our mental loads. For the both of us. So let's get into that. Oh, so now you're going to get mean because I said I'm something that was mean. not
0: negative. The, that not, was negative. The yeah.
1: tequila's not kicking in. I'm yeah. not trying to get But mean. that is... I'm not going to call you a bitch. That was just, one
0: example of how I do think that you think that your time off, that you have all this time off remer- and I don't get time off.
1: I don't remember... Oh, I totally disagree with that. Okay. Okay. Because... I do think you have more time off than you give. that uh, I admit? Admit, thank okay. you.
0: I don't know why I just help with that. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid uh, just, shit on my ass.
1: Let's take a break and uh, calm ourselves and we're going to get really crazy soon. you get the boxing gloves <laughs> Yeah, we right back. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them
0: getting even softer over time.
1: Okay, let's get civil. Civil. <laughs> if we can.
0: <laughs> I feel, well, are we allowed to have like the M&M, you got to lose yourself in the moment, <laughs> the moment. you Like, are we allowed to do that on this podcast? No. That's like a copyright I, infringement. I think
1: maybe you even said too much. We you have only to get comment. one shot. You no, can't, shh, you uh, can't say too much because oh, we'll have to shit. pay for that.
0: That should be the <laughs> mental load.
1: <laughs> song in what ways do you think we can both improve ourselves so how do i think you can improve with the mental load how do you think i could improve more bubble baths <laughs> exactly all right i am going to start mm. okay mm-hmm. because you always say how you're nervous to ask me to do things oh, because of my reaction
0: that was my one thing i know that we have come so far but oh my god god forbid i fucking bring up you like things broken in the house yeah. you were
1: like the Totally, totally. Oh agree my with you. God. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. But I don't think you are the right person to say something like that because I think you might be worse than I am. Oh, okay. With I'll just send Jonah reactions. to you.
0: Daddy, can we have some more water in <laughs> my house, please?
1: <laughs> daddy, can we get the stove to work, please, you, Daddy? <laughs> you are worse than me about coming to you to talk about things that need to be done. You are. Okay. Okay, I have an example. This just happened this past week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, how many times have I asked you not to park in front of my garage because I have to park in the garage to charge my car. I have an electric vehicle (laughs) and I have to charge, right? And when I come home at night, and your car is parked in front of my garage. What
0: you mean to say is my actual wife is a Tesla and you're just <laughs> some bitch on the side.
1: Fine, call it what you will. But I can't just come in the house and say, all right, listen, why, why for the thousandth time have you parked in front of my garage? Like, I can't just walk in and do that because you're gonna say to me, are you moody? What happened? <laughs> what really happened? Like, what is this about? And I'm going to say no. It's just about why are you parking in my gar- <laughs> in front of my garage? I have to pull in and charge my car, or else I cannot drive tomorrow. <laughs> so, like, I don't understand this.
0: It's been snowing. No, well, cause stop. And, our- and and I don't like the kids to walk on the ice. In okay, the driveway. our
1: driveway is like 400 feet longer, whatever it is. It's really big. There's plenty of places to park, and you choose to park right in front of where I need to pull in and charge the car. And I can't just walk in and say that because it's it's all about I'm moody and I'm, you know, coming down on you or I, you know, the first thing that you said was, why'd you park in front of me? You know, like, it's just, I don't know how to say it to you. So the next day I texted you and just said, please. If please, honey, <laughs> please, sweetheart, if you wouldn't mind this one time, and you bought me an Apple Watch, not to, yeah, I bought you an Apple Watch I said, <laughs> if you don't mind not parking in front, like, why does it have to be that? Like, that's just a total I, mental. I don't load know. For it's, me. Like a,
0: it's like a. I'm used to in our last house. That was where I parked. I oh, was okay. on that side. Uh, no, I'm serious. Oh, come on. I am 100% serious. It's not like I'm, I pull up and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is Adam's spot. Fuck him. I'm just going to stay here. It's not
1: about being Adam's spot. It's it just is just your spot. You have to have some kind of conscious in your mind just saying, listen, I, there's this one little tiny spot that I should not park in because I know he needs to charge don't his car. Don't get an electric fucking car. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but
0: like, what's that about? Right. Like, you know. Okay. Right. I get that. How that's right, so annoying.
1: Don't fucking do it again. That's my point. Mm,
0: I'll try. (laughs) Uh, uh, Listen, here's the problem is that I have tried. I really have tried. And okay, I want to get into this because we are 44 minutes in and we haven't even gotten into any kind of uh, any. I feel like the men listening to this are probably like, I'm so glad I listened to this because you really are. I I love that you're giving your science. This is so much. Right. We're doing a second part for sure. Or a third. Probably. But. I do want to give a little bit of a, um, a, and please download our date night questions for this because I do think they're really good. But I do want to give a little bit of help from everything we have learned because it has gotten better. If you and I were doing this episode a year ago, you and I would already be fighting, and it would yeah. be, t- it would be terrible. You Headphones and I are, thrown off and. A hundred percent. I I still like. I feel totally like. Do you feel any kind of? Anger towards me right now.
1: I have such anger towards you. Do you? Uh, well, because I have so much more here. No, seriously. So much- no,
0: but we just said a lot of shit. And like, we feel, I feel fine. Do you feel fine? Yeah,
1: I totally feel fine. Right. We, we got into nothing. So that's well, how I Well, no,
0: but we did. That We would have been much different had we gotten into this a year ago. But some stuff that helps. I do think that purging and sitting down, and this is something that I think you and I still need to do. Sit down, keep a journal with you, a week at work or a week at home, home and work, both. And if you're a stay-at-home mom, keep it with you all day. Or a stay-at-home dad, keep it with you all day. Sit down and write down everything you do in a day. All of the responsibilities, not as a competition, but just to like let the other person see, like this is the shit I'm dealing with that maybe you don't even realize. That's the, invisib- the invisible load, the invisible tasks that we all do, male, female, same sex marriages, heteronormative marriages, whatever it is, we're all doing shit that the other person doesn't get. And I think we all sit down and kept a journal for a week and just wrote down all the shit we do. And then at the end of the week, went and talked about it and been like, listen, I'm doing all this shit. Here's what I love to do. Because I think there's stuff that we both love to do that, like, I'm not, I don't want you to take over for me. And you don't want me to take over right. for you. yeah. Right. Yeah. Not just because I think you'll do a shitty job or you think I'll do a shitty job, but we actually enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I do actually enjoy it. And I think you'll do a shitty job.
0: Po- perfect. That's yeah. fine. Because I don't <laughs> want to do that shit anyway. Okay. I, I
1: think... Wait, for the, I'm not done. I know, I know that. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to cut you off. But I just want to say, I think for the next episode, for part two, it's going to be about us personally because that's all I have left. And we'll save that. Fine, them. we'll figure it out. Okay.
0: But... But I also think that you need to figure out if there's shit that you hate, how can the other person help you with that stuff? Like divvying up, right? And dividing. I have I said to you for a long time, Ian plays the drums and he was taking drum lessons. And I had said to you, can you just be in charge? Can you please be in charge of his drum lessons? Mm-hmm. Just making sure that three times a week he plays for 15 minutes. It never happens, mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and that was a big deal to me because it was sort of like, that was one thing that really I needed taken off my plate and it really would have helped. You are a drummer. You are the reason he loves the drums. Um, that could have really helped me. So the divvying up doesn't mean anything if the other person isn't actually going to do it. So I do think that, you know, that is something we need to work on and, and that we need to figure out, like, you know, what do you hate to do? And and you're willing, you know, and the other person is like, fine, pass that on to me. Like, is there stuff that you hate in the house and parenting that you would want me to do instead?
1: Sure. I mean, look, there's tons of stuff here that I hate to do. Okay. But you have to do.
0: No. There's some stuff that maybe we could take off of each
1: other's plates at least a little bit. Yeah, but there are certain things about you that I know that I hate. And I, oh. there's no way that I could. No, awesome. not, not things about you that I hate. Oh, well, things that's about, exactly what you just yeah, said. Yeah, I know. What I meant to say was things that I hate about what I have to do in the house that if I passed on to you would never get done. So I would never be able to pass them on to you. So those are just part of my responsibilities and what I have to do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm nope. sure
0: there is stuff that I can at least help you with and, and you could tell me how to do that.
1: Well, that's the thing. I like I have to help like. Talk to you and help you. Of have course, to do it. we
0: both have to. That's not just a one-sided thing. There's stuff that I have to tell you how to do it. Mm-hmm. All right, can you answer? Uh, and this. Oh, wait. The third one is.
1: Third one what?
0: The third way that you make things better, and I did this in the date night questions too, is to show appreciation. Like I think we've both gotten better at that. Mm-hmm. Like I think I thank you a lot more now than I used to. Is that true or no?
1: Um. Okay. Uh,
0: no. No, I'm trying to Don't think. Don't say okay if it's not true.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Thinking back, I think. Yeah, I think you are You're more conscious about. That. No, I. No, I do. I do thank you more. I've made like a
0: a cognitive choice.
1: Yeah. No. Thinking back, I think you do thank me more for. Some I literally
0: things. just thanked you like six times today and yesterday.
1: For what? Name one.
0: Trying to add a Venmo button to one yes. of our business Very things. Good. Yeah. Taking Ian today to see his friend. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: there's two in the last 24 I d- hours. I didn't say that you didn't. Okay. I just but wanted to hear. See,
0: but you don't remember. I literally told you what's the two things you've thanked me for in the last two days?
1: I thanked you for making dinner for us. No, you didn't. All week. Oh, yes, I did. I said how, how happy I am that we're starting to eat dinner together. Because that was last week. Because <laughs> I made dinner in a week. That's fine. So it's your fault.
0: Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> I just made tacos a night ago. That's bullshit. That's some bullshit right there. All right. On the date night questions that if you haven't read them, I think you really should do is that you sit down, take a piece of paper or take your phone out and notes. I don't care how you do it. How you do it. You set a timer for five minutes and you write a note of appreciation to each other. Like, I really think that's a big deal that we do not, that we have so many tasks, all of us, that we don't recognize. And we need to sit down and I just think say.
1: It's more important when you're doing this, try and think of something that your partner would never even think you would consider. Something so outrage not outrageous, but something so... Out of the normal Okay, realm so say of one different. to me
0: and I'll say one to you.
1: Okay. So, what, thank you for something that I don't usually? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> you guys might
0: as well go get a snack. Go pour yourself another drink.
1: I know, I wrote it down. I yeah, okay. have it somewhere. Yeah,
0: he has there somewhere. <laughs> go ahead. Go get a snack, people. Go have sex real quick. Fa- go have a quickie or not a quickie. Go ahead. Go have as much sex as you want. Go watch an d- hour-long porn film, okay. and then I've said, se- oh, yeah.
1: I do have something. Mm-hmm. Something that I appreciate that you do mm-hmm. that I could never do. Mm-hmm. How's that?
0: Yeah. How do that- give birth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was very appreciative that you gave birth to my children. No, seriously. <laughs> no, how on top of the children that you are w- with their well-being, with their social being, with their, you know, having... They're too old, you know. Play dates, you know, like ha- having a social <laughs> situation. Uh, if it w- if it was me, they would never see friends. No shit. Nothing would ever happen. They'd no be bored fucking all shit. All the fucking time. God damn it. No. <laughs> on top of me. What am I doing today? What am I going to do? But do you, say, really do you really appreciate fuck? that?
0: Is that something I do, you really realize? Well, obviously,
1: I do because I wrote it down. Right. So I <laughs> thought about it. It's right here. Okay. That no. That you're doing something that I could never do that you're on top of your you're up at night thinking about their social you know situations are they do they do they have enough friends are they doing enough with their friends or do they you know the do, mental load the is mental load about mm-hmm. about that yes absolutely mm-hmm. and i could never do that never mm-hmm. and if and if i did my kids would be screwed
0: no shit yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> okay this has been a good episode <laughs>
1: i'm glad Uh, do you have something oh right 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 um (laughs) something that you would never like i like i'd be blown away if even
0: wait i'm not blown away by that you don't act like that's some kind of blown away type thing
1: you think that's something that i think about
0: no but that doesn't mean it's something that's blown away
1: i do that every single day of my life i know but but is it something that you think that i ever think about no but I obviously do because I'm I broke so it down I'm so
0: glad our house is so fully stocked with alcohol. Fuck you. it. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, no, of course. There's a ton of things. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm happy for heat.
1: You know what's awesome? When you turn on the lights. Right. And there's light. A
0: hundred percent. That's me. A hundred percent. I'm so happy when there's light. Yeah. I, I feel when, you know like how, it's really important. You know
1: how when you turn on the faucet and water comes out? That's me. Okay. Yeah. You know how when it gets <laughs> hot for your shower? That's me. <laughs> Not you. You have nothing to do with that.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute. That's not fair. I do have something to do with that.
1: All right. Can you please give me
0: one? I keep you. Wait, yes, I I did.
1: Without you being. No, give me something for real. All right, you obviously think I do nothing no, around No, that's so-
0: not true at all. I feel like I thank you all the time on like a daily basis, for real. Okay, I you thank,
1: thank you all- me for things that are noticeable, not the okay, things that are not, but I am which is thanking my mental you. loop. Wait,
0: what? I'm thanking you, though, all the time. To- wait, wait a minute. That's not you. Okay, but I'm, I'm grateful, <laughs> obviously. I'm asking- you don't thank me on a daily basis. I'm
1: asking for something from you that Fine. I would think you would not realize that I do. That's the mental load. Something right. that I do that is.
0: I feel like all your stuff is like really tangible and <laughs> obvious. Well, because obvious. my stuff is so much in my head and and that, that sort of thing. But, okay, I am so grateful that you come home and... Like, want to be with our kids. All right.
1: All right. So for the next episode. No, what? That's
0: huge. Wait a minute. What? A lot of husbands come home and, like, don't want anything to do with her. No, I'm very grateful that you come home and you bond with our kids and you guys sit down and you, like, solve Wheel of Fortune puzzles. (laughs) No, but seriously, like, you come home and. and
1: help with their homework. And
0: help with their science and math, which I can have nothing to do with. Like, no, there's a gazillion things I'm thankful for, for sure. I think I have more of the invisible tasks and you have more of the visible tasks. Okay,
1: I completely disagree. A hundred percent disagree I don't, with you. I don't disagree. Uh, that's what the next episode is going to be about. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I have, I, I'm saving everything that I have here because the whole next episode is going to be about the things that you think that are, I guess. What would, would you say? that no, are no. I, I don't want to fight in the next episode. I, I kind of do. No,
0: I don't. Why do you want to fight? All
1: right, we're gonna talk about. Why this are th- you
0: acting like you're the victim in all of this?
1: Because you think that you, as a woman, is have have has a mental load. Have yeah. Have a mental load that I don't as a man. You're right.
0: I I don't. And I think you have a mental load. I think that as a woman, yes, mentally. I think that I deal with more than you do.
1: And I disagree. And we'll get into that mm-hmm. next time. Yeah, of course you disagree.
0: I think women bear the brunt of the mental... I do. I think we have a bit... I think when it comes to life stuff, we are thinking about stuff that is... When you break it down, there are so many little things and everything, and it's 24-7.
1: In my opinion... I- what I've been trying to say this whole time is I think you have your mental load. I think I have my mental load. I, there's things that you do that I don't even understand or appreciate vice versa. I'm. Uh, this is not a man versus woman thing. I just think that we both do things that go unnoticed and we don't realize and we have to talk about and discuss and say, Hey, listen, if you need help with it, you tell me if I need help with it, I tell you. And, I'm sorry for saying it again. I know we've said it so many times, but I want to go through our personal experiences next time on the next episode about, I know we have so many things written down about things that I think that I do that you don't realize and you have things that you do that I don't realize. I just want to go over all that stuff to make sure that people understand that, you know, we're all going through this and, you know, we, we we all have these things.
0: Well, I guess my biggest question at this point is, What's the best way to, like, what's the best way every week? Because, listen, not only do we have kids together and we're a couple and everything, we have a business together, too. And I know the business stuff for you is, like, fun to talk about. You love the podcast and everything. But I I try to, I've tried so many different ways to talk to you about the distribution of issues and tasks and what is, When's the right
1: time? What's the best way? It's really hard for me to say. Listen, you know, you know, I, I work outside of the home all week, and we have the podcast, which I love doing, and I, I love having our meetings doing, and we have, you know, our you know discussions about the kids. We have so much to do and to talk about, and to, it's hard to juggle for me my time. And when's the right time for to talk about the kids? When's the right time to talk about the podcast? When's the right time to talk about? You know, my work and what I do, like, there's just, there's so many hours in a week, it's just so hard for me to schedule out when do we talk about what. That's not an answer. (laughs) We have to talk about shit. We have but we to. do. Like, you, you'll you text me in the morning, like, hey, let's have our morning meeting with a kissy face and heart face and I come right downstairs and we have a discussion for Well, but on. you
0: have said, you said recently on one of the episodes, like, I know when I come downstairs, you're going to be telling me what I need to do and it's the weekend. No, that's and- not,
1: that, that's different than this. That's, like, if I know, when you text me, let's and you say, let's have our, you know, morning meeting with a kissy face, I'm right downstairs and we're talking. That's not like... Hey, I'm always gonna afraid
0: you're going to resent me
1: talking about the podcast.
0: No, Jen, just the podcast kids and what needs to go on and what's happening in the next week or two. I know the podcast stuff you love and I'm so grateful for that. I don't that's maybe one of the things that I should say about things I'm grateful for. You're never like I'm too tired or I, you love it so much and I'm so grateful for that but we do have three kids and we need to like talk about that stuff too. And I do feel like if you come home and a burner or two on the stove is broken and I don't know who to call or Mm -hmm. I am worried to tell you, like there are times when I am literally, it's a fear of mine to bring it up that I'm going to be the nagging wife. And I know I'm not alone in that. I know a lot of our, listeners say the same thing that they don't want to. We don't want to be the nagging wife. Like that's the last thing we want to be, but shit gets
1: broken and we have to right. figure I, it out. It's the small things. It's, it's the, it goes back to the right. same thing about and you I don't, parking in front of my garage. and I have to walk oh in and say God. to you, okay. Hey, listen, like why?" It's the same thing. Like I don't want to have to say to you. I don't want to be the nagging. I don't want like to I...
0: say to you. You left our sh- your all our fucking towels on top of the dryer yesterday, and it was my day off and your day off. Why do I have to fold the towels on the dryer? Okay. Same kind of thing. Okay. We both use the fucking towels. Why do I have to fold them? So we both have our shit like well,
1: that. Well, uh,
0: okay there's a reason why I have to fold the towels on our day off more than you have to fold the towels? Uh,
1: yes. And that's what I was going to say for the next episode. Go ahead. Why Can do we get I to that y- now? Yes, please. Okay. Why because, do I have to fold the okay, towels? Why do I have to make sure that we have enough oil to heat the house on my day off? Why do I have to make sure the salt there's enough salt in the water tank on my day off? When you use the hot water, you use the heating. Why do I have to make sure that all that's taking? care Wait a minute. Of? What, like A load things. of
0: towels is the same of as that? No, Why do there, I take the kids out for five hours today so that you can rest? There's, when the, you never take the kids out I for five I'm, hours so I can rest? You're missing the point.
1: The point no, is... No, I'm not. Literally,
0: I would never say to you, can you take the kids out on your day off for five hours so that I can rest? There's
1: things that you... I guess I associate that you are kind of responsible for, and there's things that you associate that I'm so responsible you take, for. So if
0: I'm doing something with the kids and I'm busy, that you take the load out of the dryer and just fucking stick it on top rather than being like, yeah, I'm watching a movie in my room. I can definitely fold the towel so that she doesn't have to do it.
1: Okay, I want to get into this next time. I'm not prepared but, to Because you no, know I'm right. I don't. I don't know you're right. My my whole point here, I, I... There's stuff on the top there. Does that matter? Yeah, it's fine. It's, I, I My whole point here is I'm just trying to say we both have our mental loads. Like, I'm not unappreciative of the things that you do, and I don't think you're unappreciative of the things that I do. We just don't recognize them because they go unnoticed. That's the whole point of this whole mental load episode. And I think you're getting very frustrated about me because i don't know tell me I, I i just i'm trying to make this an equal thing that's my that's been my whole goal this whole episode
0: but it's not equal okay but i think it is fine then how do we appreciate each other better but i don't know i don't i'm sorry i think when it comes to women i think that we are uh, like we are I'm the one who's always worried about your mom. You're not worried about your mom. I'm the one who's always worried about your siblings. You're not worried about your siblings. I'm the one who's always worried about our friends. You're not worried about our friends. I'm the one who's always worried about our kids. You're not really worried about our kids like that. There's all these things that I am worried about. I know you're worried about our house and I know you're worried about the finances. And I get that. And I think it's like so important. And I thank you. All the time for that stuff. And maybe we do both need to stop more and be more appreciative from those types of things. But in a roundabout way, you're worried about our unit, which is fantastic. And I'm so grateful for that. I am worried about all the branches outside of our unit. We're the sandwich generation. We worry about our parents and we worry about our kids. I'm the one trying to get your mom the vaccines appointments, not you. Mm -hmm. I'm the one worried about your mom, not you. I'm the one making sure that our nieces and nephews are okay, not you. I'm the one making sure our siblings are okay, not you. Like all these things, you're worried about our unit. I'm so grateful for that. And I worry about our unit so much too. But I'm worried about all the other branches that you never have to think about because I take care of it all.
1: By the way... I really appreciate Thank you so much for taking care of my mom. Oh, well, you're welcome. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Okay. No, I just feel like there's so much that you do that I don't even understand or, or appreciate and vice versa. Yes, like that's absolutely. Point.
0: But I think that, especially during a pandemic, when we know that 95% of the jobs have been lost by women and women are home all the I mean, I am literally with the kids Twenty four seven, except for the few days a week where they're gone for three hours a day, like it is. Especially during the pandemic, beyond a shit show for us. And 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 you go to work, and I get that you're working hard. And I, I mean, I get all of that, and I try to be appreciative. But I'm home with the kids all the time, and like you come home, so like you today. I took the kids out for four hours, like talk, five hours for like I talked about. And I know you had to take Ian to a friend's house. You walked the dogs. Could you even think about doing the dishes in the sink, doing the laundry, straightening up the house? Like, was that even on your radar? Could you even imagine having to do all of that?
1: Well, you know what's funny? Because this has happened a few times where you say, I'm going to take the kids. You stay home and relax.
0: I didn't say. The only thing I said to you was walk the dogs.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. But you said to me, so you can, I'll take the kids so you can stay home and relax. Right. Okay. So, so that means nothing because in your back of your mind, oh you're saying God. you should be doing the dishes. You should be doing the I laundry. I didn't say that. No, I said you none of that. Did. You just did. No, nothing. I
0: didn't. You just said nothing in the back because of my mind. Because I'm saying I can't think about that stuff either when I'm home. That's what I'm saying. I, I have to push myself to do that stuff. And it's not easy. So what I'm saying to you is I get it if you couldn't think of that other stuff. I didn't come home expecting that to be done. I knew it wouldn't. But on a regular day when the kids are only home for three or four hours and I have to get work done and do other stuff and worry about the dogs and take them and everything, I'm still expected to do all that other stuff. So what I'm saying to you is you were home for a few hours today and I came home not even expecting, not even asking for that stuff to do, be done because I know it's too much. But on a daily basis, that's what I'm expected to do on top of helping the kids with school on top of when Jonah can't get onto Zoom on top of what I'm getting a call from Ian's uh, teacher that he's failing Spanish on top of me as counselor calling me and saying, is she doing any better with her anxiety? And I know that she's missing school and she's not going and she's doing virtual when she's supposed to be in school.
1: All right. We just took a break. Sorry for the uh, delay there. Like a 40-minute break.
0: (laughs) And I uh, spoke about it. Yeah. I was just saying, I got upset, and we were both upset. And Mm -hmm. I guess I'm upset because it seems like things are so much better with us, but when you were saying it's equal, here's my deal, and here's what I say. And, And this is not, I have no idea if this is backed in science. I haven't spoken about this with any doctors. But as women, what I was saying is, we bear the brunt of the physical stuff too. And the fact that listen, I've had four pregnancies, three kids. Um when I was when we were getting pregnant, I was worried about fertility. And a lot of women worry about fertility. I know men worry about fertility too. I get that. We had a miscarriage. What did I do wrong that I, you know, miscarried? Um not something that I believe you ever worried about. Is that correct? You never thought you were responsible for the miscarriage? No. Okay. Down deep. I know one in four women have it. It's very natural, but you still ask yourself why. I was up for many, many nights wondering why I miscarried. What did I do? Um, I was on Zoloft during pregnancy. I now know that, that that's a very safe thing. Talk to your doctor, but I know that's a very safe thing. I was told by many people that I was crazy to do it. I was up many nights. What am I doing to my kid? Uh, a, a decision I had to make as a pregnant woman to be on Soloft. I decided not to breastfeed. Um, that was a huge decision for me. So many women, even in my family, told me that I needed to breastfeed. I felt guilt for many, many months for not breastfeeding. Something you never again had to worry about. Not a big deal to you. You knew that nobody was going to blame you. You didn't have to worry about it. I know you do all these things. You worry about the house. You worry about the mortgage. I'm so grateful. I think I tell you I'm so grateful. All the physical effects of us having kids. All the physical effects of the body after kids. You know, the Gwyneth Paltrow uh putting out this week that, you know, there's the ways to fast when, you know, at the same time you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't have the discipline to fast and I don't want to fast and, but yet my body doesn't look how it used to look. And um, worrying about being physically fit when all the other moms are going to the gym and you can't seem to fit it in. And you know all those things is my kid did I do something that my kid is not doing well socially? Is it my fault? All the things that we put on ourselves you know i said I said to you when we were when we took the forty minute break, when we went in with Ian and he and I was in labor with him, and um they said to me, "You're not in labor and I said, i am and they and then they came back and said, "Oh my God, why didn't you tell us you were in labor?" You, you, you could, you risked his life. And I said, no, 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 I told you. But then I was up for nights and nights after thinking, oh my God, they told me I risked his life, but I told them. And like all these things that you guys don't go through that don't haunt you months later and years later. And I'm not, I'm not minimizing what you do. I think what you do is so incredible and so important. What I'm saying is you need to understand that we have this additional layer on top that um, you know, really makes it even harder for us to deal with the everyday stuff because we're worrying about stuff that you don't have to. And I I don't know how to say it that, you know, you're you're dealing with that stuff too. I don't know. I wanna say a hundred percent, first of all, I'm so grateful for that talk we just had because I think it was really good. Good. I do. I think it was really good. And I think you and I have made so many strides, but there's still stuff, obviously, that we don't understand about each other. And even that just now cleared up a lot, I think. Um, And I'm I'm so grateful for you and everything you do. And I know you keep a roof over our heads. And I know that you are so concerned with our well-being and you want to make sure we have health care and you want to make sure that you know, we live in a comfortable place and that we have fun and all the things that you do that I love about you that I'm so incredibly grateful for. A hundred percent. I'm so grateful for all of it. And I think I do tell you that a lot. Is that correct or Mm no? But I also think that there is an element of the physical and mental burden that we take that goes unnoticed um, because we're expected, you know, we're biologically wired to have kids. If we can't do it, that's a whole other element to it. That's a whole other element of stress. If we're having trouble having a baby, if we are Having a baby and we lose it if we're having a baby and we're worried about losing it, if we're having like all those nuances that aren't nuances to us that that nobody thinks about on top of all the other stuff, and then once we have kids, you know we're we're we're, we're the moms um but i I don't want you for a second to think I'm not grateful. I don't want it to be a competition. that's for damn sure my mm-hmm. whole thing is. You know, we've come so far, and I think we are so much more grateful for each other and so much more appreciative for each other than we have been, f- been before. And sometimes, honestly, I put out these date night questions, and, like, it's shit that we need to be doing too. And we do it on the podcast in front of a crap load of people who I trust enough to understand, and they know us, and they love us. But, you know, it's it can be... um heart-wrenching to go through and to try to understand each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're doing. Um, But we we have come so far and we're going to, I think, leave this podcast. And like last time where we screamed at the depth of our lungs, I think we're going to end this and we're going to go play pool and have a drink and love each other and know we're in it together. That's the difference. That's the difference. And we just talked about it like rational human beings.
1: Yeah. Like two years ago, we were throwing off headphones and fighting and didn't speak for days right. and we're now right. yeah you know, we're trying to right understand each other and i understand everything that you're saying and i'm kind right. of taking it in and listening and understanding it
0: yeah and i know you've been through so much too and you know in the last couple of years that's why i've tried to been like every time you said we had to move to a smaller place i said of course that's fine let's do it you know and and, and we have both you know and you have been very understanding with me about stuff and we're tr- we're working on it it's incremental mm-hmm. but this is the talking about it is so important and um yeah i just think that that's that's part of it and we do a lot of episodes with experts where there's no fighting because they're just giving us the background and the stats and this is real life and this is what we do well
1: all right next next time let's have fun with it Oh, there's more than fun in th- the mental load? <laughs> yeah, there could be.
0: We did have fun for the first <laughs> part. Right.
1: But there's more fun to come. So for now, uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Are you mad at me? No, I'm not mad at you. I just want us both to understand what I was saying before, that we both have things that... We need to appreciate each other for more. That's all. I agree with that. That's, all I, that's that's my whole takeaway.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes, I agree that we both have things that we need to appreciate.
1: Yeah. All right, guys. That's it. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Take a breath. You
0: want to sing? You want to sing uh, the Gideon song? We are the world.
1: <laughs> I thought it was deaf, dumb, and blind dogs. No, that was uh, when we had Tessa, yeah. our
0: old dog. He sing? Deaf, I'm a blind dog. Sure, please. <laughs> but this is the we are the world. <laughs> we are the children. No, I I do. I just want it to be better for all of us. But I I also don't want to pretend like it's an easy subject. It's not. It's fucking hard. This is really hard. Really, yeah. really hard. And I think we were both putting this episode off because... It brings up such feelings. Mm-hmm. Evidently, you can see I can't breathe through my nose now. <laughs> but um, but it's important, and we still love each other. And, and we're on the same team, God damn it. We're trying to... Right,
1: right. we're but, on the but, same yeah, team. You've got your strengths, and I have my strengths, oh and we... Uh, we do.
0: We both have our strengths. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's part of it. All
1: right, let's end it here. <laughs> okay. I do All right, love guys. you. Do you love me? I do love you I so much. I hate you so much. I hate you and I love you I so much. I hate you and I
0: love you so much. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye. Bye.